That was Fortune and Son from Credence Clearwater Revival. These days, there seem to be so many people, in this case politicians, who seem to be trying to outdo each other as to which one could be more evil, spiteful, hateful, and crueler than the other. The last podcast I did was about the Groveling Governor Awards that looked at how some of the Republican governors would do anything they can to be Trump's favorite or themselves a mini-Trump. Whether it is the so-called election fraud, COVID-19, vaccines and masks, pro-life, education, human rights, or the border and migrants, some governors have attempted to climb over each other to be the most corrosive person in a leadership position. In my mind, the two worst have been Greg Abbott of Texas and Ron DeSantis of Florida. This past week, DeSantis has raised, or should I say lowered, the bar as to the most outrageous behavior. It comes down to who could be the most mean-spirited, evil person in today's political world. What DeSantis did with flying immigrants to Martha's Vineyard put me over the edge. How could anyone in their right mind be so nasty and cruel? And those at Fox who got their jollies off with DeSantis' actions? You're just as despicable. Where are your family values, DeSantis? And of course, he tries to justify his actions. It is not defensible for a superpower to not have any control over the territory of its country. To think he took migrants that weren't even in Florida. They were actually taken from Texas and used taxpayers' money, $615,000 from Floridians, to send them to Martha Vineyard. His excuse? Oh, he heard they were coming to Florida, regardless of whether they were or they were not. At that time, they were in Texas. DeSantis, you are deplorable. And to make matters worse, listen to how contrived of a situation this was set up to be. Arrived last night, make it clear that they were lied to again and again and fraudulently induced to board the planes. They were told there was a surprise present for them and that there would be jobs and housing awaiting for them when they arrived. This was obviously a sadistic lie. Not only did those responsible for this stunt know that there was no housing and no employment awaiting the migrants, they also very intentionally chose not to call ahead to any single office authority on Martha's Vineyard so that even the most basic human needs arrangements could be made, ensuring that no help awaited the migrants at all was the entire point. They were provided with a cartoonishly simple map of Martha's Vineyard and the United States and a brief brochure containing snippets from the Commonwealth of Massachusetts website and instructions to change their address with USCIS when they relocated. This is especially troubling as anyone with even the most basic understanding of the immigration proceedings knows that USCIS was not the agency with whom the migrants would have to record their addresses and has nothing to do with their cases in any way. And DeSantis' reaction with his all-white audience in the background? I also uh, was a little bit um, perplexed when I heard that the president is scrambling to get his cabinet together uh, to try to address the fact that you have governors who are helping to relocate illegal aliens to sanctuary cities. You know, I wonder what kind of man you are. 
What is it about your upbringing that brought you to become such a hostile person? Ron, were you picked on as a kid? Were you a bully as a kid? It just amazes me, not in a good way, that you turned out the way you have. Why do you crave such attention for all the nasty things you have done in your time as governor? Even from your comments in your first run for governor, when you stated on Fox not to monkey things up. Uh, you know, he is an articulate spokesman for those far left views, and he's a charismatic candidate. And, you know, I watched those Democrat debates. None of that was, was my cup of tea. But, I mean, he performed better than the other people there. So, so we've got to work hard to make sure that we continue Florida going in a good direction. Let's build off the success we've had on Governor Scott. The last thing we need to do is to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda. Now, some will try to explain that it was just an expression, but look at his track record to see where he stands when it comes to racial issues. In 2018, Floridians passed a bill to restore voting rights to people with prior felony convictions. DeSantis, in 2019, pushed state lawmakers to impose fees and fine restrictions, which disqualified nearly 800,000 felons from voting. This was a way to ensure that fewer voters for Trump's opponent will be eligible to vote in the 2020 presidential election. Florida used to be one of the only states to ban former felons from voting for life. But in the 2018 midterms, two-thirds of Florida voters decided to automatically restore the voting rights to former felons who had completed their sentences. It excluded those convicted of murder or a felony sexual offense. We showed the, the entire world that in spite of our racial differences, in spite of our political differences, that we can come together as human beings and move major policy. With Florida home to a full quarter of all former felons in the country, the act promised to enfranchise some 1.4 million people. The legal maneuvering started soon after the ballot measure passed, when Republicans in the Florida State House passed legislation saying that only those former felons who paid off all fines and fees would be eligible to vote. Hillsborough County State Attorney Andrew Warren, who attempted to assist those felons to get their fees waived, was removed in office by DeSantis in early August of this year. Surrounded by an all-white law enforcement officers at the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. Thank you. Thanks to Sheriff Cronister for having us here for, for, the, for today's announcement. And we're glad that uh, we're back in Hillsborough County. Our uh, government is a government of laws, not a government of men. And what that means is that we govern ourselves based on a constitutional system and based on the rule of law. Let's not kid ourselves, DeSantis. It's not about constitution or law. It's about, it's DeSantis' way. It's either your way or the highway, a very dictatorial style of governing, which you have shown to be in favor of since been in the office of governor. And shortly after this, another big announcement by DeSantis to grab the attention. He was more than happy to announce the arrest of 20 former felons for voting. The state of Florida uh, has charged and is in the process of arresting 20 individuals across the state for voter fraud. Of course, he used this opportunity to show what a tough guy he was. But the question is, Ron, why weren't you there when four people were arrested in the villages for voter fraud? Could it be because they were Republicans? 
here in the villages. It was the first time that we saw election fraud where four individuals, Republicans. Why weren't you here, Ron? I would just suggest you look at who the four in the villages were that were arrested for voter fraud and the 20 former felons and see if you could see any difference between the two groups. And when it came to COVID-19, he used a tragic situation as political folly. It seemed as if whatever the Biden administration recommended, DeSantis would go in the opposite direction. It was interesting to hear what Florida's Surgeon General at the time, Dr. Scott Rifkes, was saying about the COVID situation. I wish to emphasize the importance of avoiding crowds. Six-foot spacing, if we are going to be in gatherings, should be less than 10 individuals. We should all consider wearing a mask in public in the event that some of us are asymptomatic spreaders. Certainly do not work when we are sick. And again, for the elderly, these individuals need to avoid going out in public and certainly avoid contact with individuals who are ill. Until we get a vaccine, which is a while off, this is going to be our new normal, and we need to adapt and protect ourselves. Thank you. Sir, you mentioned something that was important. You said until we have a vaccine, this is the by this is the new this kind of shutdown right now? What are you talking about? No, I mean, you know, so, you know, so, in, so when we have a vaccine against this, we'll be able to stop the spread of COVID individual from COVID from person to person. We don't have a vaccine at the present time. So our mitigation measure is the social distancing, six feet away from each other. I see some of you here wearing masks, have gatherings less than 10. I see some of the measures that are happening in stores. They have plexiglass sneeze shields. They are limiting individuals going into their establishments. So as long as we're gonna have COVID in the environment, and this is a tough virus, we're going to have to practice these measures so that we are all protected. And if you were to watch this video of him making this statement, you would notice that DeSantis' communication director quickly whispers in his ear, and then 73 seconds later, he leaves without any notice. He remained as the Surgeon General for a little over a year, but was never seen in public again. Silence by Ron DeSantis. Once again showing, for Ron, it's either my way or the highway. In his replacement, DeSantis chose Dr. Joseph Lopato to replace him, and he was a man who refused to wear a mask when meeting with the state senator, Tina Pulaski, a cancer patient at the height of the pandemic. Now, if you were to compare what you heard from the previous Surgeon General with the new Surgeon General, see if you could see a difference. First off, he was one of the doctors who joined others with a group known as American Frontline Doctors at the Capitol, where so many outrageous statements were made, the video of the press conference was quickly taken off social media. And right from the outset, Dr. Latipo, well, it was like night and day in terms of the change from the previous Surgeon General. He was very, very vocal about where he stood on COVID-19 measures and where he stood was where Governor Ron DeSantis stood. At the press conference on the 21st, his first day that he was appointed, he made a point of saying, quote, there's nothing special, end quote, about vaccines. Nothing special about vaccines. He said vaccines are no more special than, quote, eating more fruits and vegetables. Wow. 
Um, and it, perhaps in light of that, it was no surprise that by the following day, his second day as the Surgeon General appointee, um, he had signed a controversial new rule that took uh, mask rules and, and quarantine decisions out of the hands of local school officials, left it up to the sole discretion of families. It was an executive order that said that schools couldn't put those COVID rules in place anymore. Under that rule, if a student had been exposed to COVID, a parent or legal guardian could choose to keep their kids in school if they wanted to without restrictions or disparate treatment, so long as the student remains asymptomatic. And look how DeSantis used his little magic to quickly get him approved. Uh, today, we got this new reporting from the Tallahassee Democrat. Quote, grave concerns. Florida Surgeon General Joseph Latipo's medical license okayed in two days. Quote, Dr. Joseph Latipo, the unorthodox Surgeon General of Governor Ron DeSantis, whose employment at the University of Florida was fast-tracked with the help of a powerful donor, a powerful DeSantis donor, um, Dr. Latipo also got his new Florida medical license application approved in record time. Records show it only took the Florida Board of Medicine two days to approve Latipo's 10-page online application. That's a process that normally takes two to six months, according to the medical board's own website and confirmed by medical and legal professionals familiar with the process. It should be noted that all 15 members of the Board of Medicine are appointed by Governor Ron DeSantis. So it's interesting how quickly people will move to give DeSantis what he wants. And then there's this false sense of freedom that DeSantis is promoting. Don't take any of this freedom for granted. You got to fight for it. We need to win across the board in November uh, to make sure that we solidify this state as the nation's citadel of freedom. So when you look at the just don't say gay law, how's that related to freedom? When Disney spoke out against it, he immediately went on attack against Disney. What happened to freedom, Ron? Once again, does this mean you're free to say what you want as long as it's what Ron DeSantis thinks? And what about your comments to teens for wearing masks at a press conference? How free were they to make that choice without you attempting to bully them? And what about how you want history taught in schools? As with other hysterical governors and the way they've reacted, the whole myth about critical race theory being taught in schools is promoted by DeSantis. This new history training focuses more on myths than reality. So as Floridians approach the November election, my question to everyone is, how do you see yourself? What type of person are you? Given what you know about DeSantis, is he the right person for you to lead the state? If you take a serious look at him, as well as yourself, I ask, who do you want to be associated with? Would you have done the same thing to those migrant workers? If you would, what does that say about you? To think of freedom as someone dictates to you as to what to think and you blindly follow his lead, is that right for you? Now, in talking with some people about my podcast, they've attempted to warn me about watch what I say. They do this out of fear that by speaking out, you are putting yourself at risk. If that's true, what does that say about the type of person DeSantis is? and what type of people would support him. So come November, seriously think about what direction you want to go in the state of Florida and where you want the country to go. For those in other states, such as Texas, look at what Greg Abbott has done since he's been in office. Is that the type of person you really want to lead your state? I would say the same thing about other states and people not only running for governor, but for Congress, Senate, or local offices. 
really what type of people do you want representing you and what type of person are you and what you look for in others my biggest fear isn't to myself it's more what type of people are we becoming as a nation i'm hoping that we become a more compassionate society and less of a hostile environment towards others that may not agree with us it's one thing to disagree on policies it's another to threaten other people's lives because they don't agree with what you believe in particularly when your beliefs are based on hatred and to you ron desantis you're a bad man a very very bad man nuts i can't even play my own record i can't even play perry como so I can sing right. You know I can't carry a tune unless somebody plays it. Sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when I am blue. Monster, you. You dirty little monster. You murderer. You think about me. Go ahead, Anthony. You think bad thoughts about me. Maybe some man in this room, some man with guts, somebody who's so sick to death of living in this kind of place and willing to take a chance, will sneak up behind you and lay something heavy across your skull and end this once and for all. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. You think that? Go ahead, Anthony. I'm a very bad man. Keep thinking that. Somebody sneak up behind him. Somebody end this now while he's thinking about me. <laughs> Won't somebody take a lamp or a bottle or something and end this? You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. And you keep thinking bad thoughts about me.
wish it into the cornfield. Please, son, wish it into the cornfield, please. He was a bad man, so I turned him into a jack-in-the-box. A jack-in-the-box that still had his bad face. And you mustn't think bad thoughts about me either, or I'll do the same thing to you. <laughs> <laughs> Play some more music. It's good what you've done to Dan. It's real good. That was swell. It was just swell. That was really good. I kind of liked it a little bit better when we had cities outside and and we could get real television. Things like that. Amy, it's, it's real good for you to say such a thing. It's, it's real good. But how can you mean it? Why, Anthony's television is much better than anything we ever used to get. Oh, yes, it's fine. Why, Anthony's television is the best television we've ever seen. <laughs> 